Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open up the champagne. Pop. It's my house. Come on. Turn it up. Uh. Hear a knock on the door and the night Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 NBC Sports, brought to you by Mary Brown's Diner on Placido Road in Englewood, across from Lemon Bay High School, home of the Big Mary Chicken Sandwich. We'll be broadcasting live from Mary Brown's Diner next Tuesday from 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. as you can enjoy the Big Mary Breakfast, and I'll be giving away tickets to see the Minnesota Twins take on our Tampa Bay Rays on Sunday April 22nd. I'll have a family four-pack of tickets, box seats, too, up close near the race dugout. So definitely come down and join us for that. Bill Siebert will be joining us here in a little bit. And also want to remind all the golfers out there that this Friday morning at 9 a.m., the 2018 Southwest Florida Golf Card featuring the finest golf courses in Southwest Florida go on sale. So head over to 1070NBCSports.com and bookmark that page. And you can be golfing at Kingsway, Twin Isles, Longmarsh, Deep Creek, Kingsgate, Sunny Breeze, Cape Royal, Arcadia Municipal, and Heron's Glen Golf Course. And that all includes a golf cart, too. $109 for nine courses. Can't beat that. Well, got a baseball coming up here today. Uh, pre-game at 1.30, first pitch at 2.10. Tampa Bay Rays are wrapping up their series against the Chicago White Sox, looking for that sweep. But I've got a lot of football news to talk about. I'm a history buff. I love history. I read a lot of books on history, a lot of biographies. I love the History Channel. Uh, history tells me in the NFL that running backs coming out of Penn State are worthless. History tells me that wide receivers coming from Texas A&M have a pretty good career in the NFL. And history tells me that the NFL is terrible at evaluating quarterbacks. I dove deep into the quarterback classes of the last decade, and what I've discovered is quite hilarious. <laughs> you know, First of all, We could come close to an NFL record this year before anybody even takes a snap. There are five quarterbacks who could come off the board on day one of this year's draft, which would tie the 1999 draft for the second most since the merger. The only draft that has six first-round quarterbacks is that legendary class of 1983, which delivered a trio of Hall of Famers in John Elway, Jim Kelly, and Dan Marino. As much as this league seems to be struggling to pick between the prospects in this year's class, though, The coaches and executives back in 1983 weren't really able to separate the good quarterbacks from the bad quarterbacks until well after the draft. I mean, Elway was taken with the number one pick. But the Chiefs still managed to draft Todd Blackledge seven picks before Jim Kelly. 
Remember, Todd Blackledge threw 29 career touchdowns. Jim Kelly had 29 touchdowns in 1991 alone. Tony Eason was taken one pick after Jim Kelly and 12 picks before Dan Marino, who would go on to post the greatest passing season in league history to that point during his second year in the league. So I take a look at this league. They're full of coaches, personnel, executives, scouts, who uh, spent a majority of their lives working in this game, and they weren't able to pick between a trio of future Hall of Famers and two guys who would fail to make even a single Pro Bowl. Ken O'Brien drafted after Easton and Marino at least made it to two Pro Bowls over his ten year career. So I got to give Tony, or I got to give uh, the, the 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 Jets and Ken O'Brien a little bit of credit, but still, Ken O'Brien, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino. So here we are. That was nineteen eighty three. We're 35 years later, and I don't think we've gotten much better at evaluating quarterbacks. When I look at the results of the last 10, 15 years, it, it's, it, you're going you're to laugh. I mean, okay, let me get these stats out. You're going to laugh. All right, I, I just got to pull this out. All right, 2005, the first quarterback taken in the draft was Alex Smith. Now, granted, Alex Smith has had a nice, pretty good, long career, San Francisco, Kansas City, and now he's going to be uh, the quarterback for the Washington Redskins. The second quarterback taken in that draft was Aaron Rodgers. The third quarterback taken was Jason Campbell. The fourth quarterback taken in that draft was Charlie Fry and then David Green. All right, Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith, one, two, they're still in the league. Now, now, while Rodgers challenged to be the first overall pick in the draft, the 49ers opted to take Alex Smith. And then Aaron Rodgers sat in the green room until the Packers took him at 24. A lot of people at that time were concerned that Aaron Rodgers was a product of Cal coach Jeff Tedford, who uh, previously sent Achilles Smith, Kyle Bowler, and Joey Harrington to the pros with very limited success. According to this quote, one NFL personnel told director uh, that Tedford quarterbacks all throw the ball the same way, while another said Rodgers is very rigid mechanically. <laughs> it's difficult to think of a quarterback in NFL history who is more fluid at getting rid of the football off schedule than Aaron Rodgers, and they said he was very rigid mechanically. That was in 2005. 2006, first quarterback off the board was Matt Leinart. The second quarterback was Vince Young. The third quarterback was Jay Cutler. The fourth quarterback was Brody Croyle. And the fifth was Charlie Whitehurst. Now, opinions in 2006 were split on the first three quarterbacks. Although that legendary Rose Bowl battle between Matt Leinart and Vince Young was on everybody's mind, Leinart lost his job to Kurt Warner in Arizona. While Young... He mixed the game-changing plays. He made bad decisions, very inconsistent during his run in Tennessee. Now, he did make two Pro Bowls, but he didn't have that longevity of a career like uh, a Jay Cutler had. As then-Broncos general manager Ted Sundquist documented in 2015, Shanahan actually wanted to draft Matt Leinhart. Only the Cardinals beat him to the punch. Cutler would, last, would be the last highly-touted quarterback to hit the NFL without a significant losing record in college until the Titans drafted Jake Locker in 2011. We'll get to 2011. 2007, first quarterback off the board, Jamarcus Russell. Second quarterback off the board, the Browns took Brady Quinn. Third quarterback off the board, the Bills take Trent Edwards. Then the fourth quarterback was Drew Stanton, and the fifth quarterback was John Beck. Now, believe it or not, Kevin Cobb, who has had the most success of any quarterback in this class, wasn't even drafted in the first round. We all know what Jamarcus Russell's pro day was the stuff of legends. He had everybody raving about his future. He threw a 90-yard bomb, and it didn't even look like it even broke a sweat. Uh, I remember John Gruden compared 
Marcus Russell to something out of a sci-fi movie. <laughs> ESPN draft expert Mel Kuyper Jr. compared Russell's athleticism to John Elway. Texans coach Gary Kubiak said Jamarcus Russell would turn into a great player. Why Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw said Russell was a pretty easy choice for the Raiders to make with the first overall pick. <laughs> okay. A lot of couple others preferred uh, Brady Quinn, although he fell to the bottom of the first round before the Browns traded up to the Cowboys to take him with the 22nd pick. Bill Polian raved about Brady Quinn. Dismissed his 58% completion percentage down at Notre Dame. He said that Quinn, he didn't have no protection during his time with the uh, Irish. Others disagreed, but Quinn certainly had his backers. So there you go. None of those quarterbacks really panned out. This one really blew me away. 2008. First quarterback off the board was Matt Ryan. Okay. He's had a successful career. Then Brian Brom was taken. Then Chad Henney. Then Joe Flacco. Then the Giants drafted John David Booty. <laughs> yes. Now, there were concerns at the time about Matt Ryan's accuracy after completing just barely under 60% of his passes at Boston College. But he's racked up almost a 65% passing rating as a pro. Brian Brom, on the other hand, who was a darling in college at Louisville, completed 66% of his passes, but he uh, failed to unseat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He never developed into a successful pro. Flacco did rise up late in the draft boards by virtue of his arm strength. Although, you look at Joe Flacco now, do you think they would redo that, dra- that pick? <laughs> I don't know. 2009, Matthew Stafford was the first quarterback picked. Mark Sanchez followed at number two. The Bucks took Josh Freeman. And then remember Rhett Bomar? Yeah, I don't remember Rhett Bomar either, but he was the fourth quarterback taken in the draft, followed by Pat White and the Dolphins. Now, of course, Matthew Stafford was another quarterback with a below-average completion percentage in college, uh, 57%. But he improved his mechanics and accuracy as a pro because uh, they moved to a short passing game under Jim Bob Cooter pushing him closer to 66% over the last couple of seasons in Detroit. Uh, Sanchez, he had that cool demeanor, that one good year of college success. Came, coming off the board, uh, uh, you know, he went to the Jets as number five as part of a trade that the Browns somehow lost. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I look at that in 2009 class, I only look at one quarterback that came out of that. That was Matthew Stafford. Uh, 2010, Sam Bradford was picked with the first pick. Jimmy Clausen was taken with the second pick, or second quarterback taken. Colt McCoy was the third quarterback taken. Then Tim Tebow was taken, remember, in the first round? And then Dan Lefevre. And where's Dan? Uh, I think the scouts got this one right. Bradford never developed into the superstar we projected he would, uh, but he still is in the NFL. He's got that tall statue. He's a tall statured guy. He's got that prototypical stand in the pocket, which, uh, you know, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of scouts like. Uh, then there's Tebow. I don't even have to go there with Tim Tebow. <laughs> so when you look at all the quarterbacks that was taken in 2010, only one lasted. In 2011, Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbert, Jake Locker, Ryan Mallett, and Christian Ponder. Uh, I'm not even including Andy Dalton or, or, or Colin Kaepernick because <laughs> they were drafted in 2011 too. So uh, you know, it's just like Blaine Gabbert was a bust. Cam Newton, he's the only one that really lasted. Christian Ponder could have lasted, but he got hurt in Minnesota, and his career kind of faltered away. 2012, Andrew Luck, first quarterback taken. Robert Griffin was taken. 
RG3, Ryan Tannerhill, Brandon Whedon, and Brock Osweiler. <laughs> At the time, as of right now, going into this year's draft, Luck was the highest regarded prospect of this generation. So, yes, of course he was taken in the first round, first pick. But Kirk Cousins was drafted in, what, in the third round? Let's not forget Russell Wilson was taken in that draft. Nick Foles. Uh, you know, and a lot of people had Brock Osweiler ranked over Russell Wilson. Crazy, isn't that? Yeah, because everybody was concerned about Russell Wilson's, Russell Wilson's height. He was only five foot eleven, and they were worried about his ability to throw from the pocket. But yeah, that, that worked out pretty well for Seattle. In twenty thirteen, this was a horrible NFL draft quarterback class: Geno Smith, Matt Barkley, EJ Manuel, Mike Lennon, and Ryan Nasib. Talk about a dismal quarterback class. Yeah, but these guys went. You know, Geno Smith was, what, the first quarterback taken in the second round. 2014, Johnny Manziel, garbage. Blake Bortles, I still think the jury's out on him. He's av- more, little, I, I'll put him at average. Derek Carr with the Raiders, Teddy Bridgewater, and, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo was drafted in 2014. So uh, Garoppolo looks like he's going to have a good career. Derek Carr looks like he's going to have a good career. So three out of those five quarterbacks made it. 2015, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston went 1-2. Still doing pretty good in the league, in my opinion. Then you got Bryce Petty, Brett Hudley, and Garrett Grayson. Yeah. And then in 2016, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Paxton Lynch, Connor Cook, and Christian Hackenberg. Uh, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff look like they're off to a pretty good career. Paxton Lynch looks like he's going to fade out in Denver. Connor Cook, back up with the Raiders. And then Christian Hackenberg, I don't think he's even going to see the NFL. And then, of course, let's not forget about Dak Prescott, who was taken in the third round, by the way. And then, of course, last year, can't really say anything about these quarterbacks yet because it's only one year in the books. But Mitchell Trubisky looks like he's going to have a pretty decent career in Chicago. Deshaun Watson looks like he's going to be solid in Texas. And then Patrick Mahomes, we'll find out what he can do in Kansas City this year. Deshaun Kaiser has now been delegated as a backup. And Davis Webb. Maybe he is the Giants' future. We just don't know quite yet. But when you look at these mock drafts and you look at who's taking quarterbacks, you got some experts that say there's only two top five quarterbacks in this draft. You got another expert that says he could see five quarterbacks going in the first 10 picks. So hmm, we're going to break that down next on 1070 NBC Sports. Uh, we're, it's quarterback draft day on the, on the Larry Tipco Show, brought to you by Mary Brown's Diner on Placida Road in Englewood, home of the Big Mary. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Free chicken sandwich. More than a play, more than a game. We're in it for the season and then some. Southwest Florida's new 1070 NBC Sports Radio. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword LOCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LOCK to 200-200. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. 
I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by... Country Fest, presented by Sonny's Barbecue, is on the way with country supergroup Diamond Rio. One more day! It's a full day of music and family fun. Saturday, April 21st at the Charlotte County Fairgrounds. Tickets for the conditioned air VIP zone are available now. Free general admission tickets are available at participating area outlets. Find out more on this station's website. And don't miss Country Fest. Brought to you by Budweiser, Don Gasgarth, Charlotte County 4, Remax, Anchors, Seifert, and Dees. And conditioned air. The Home Depot has free carpet installation for any carpet purchase over $6.99. No hidden fees for moving furniture, ripping out old carpet. Fees others charge for their free carpet installation, we don't. For carpet installation that really is free, start with the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price, $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. License numbers including CGC 1514813 and CRC 0468588. Available at homedepot.com slash license numbers. For more information about contests on this station, go to 1070NBCSports.com slash rules. Oh, my God. Easy money. Win $1,000. I won $1,000. $1,000? Really, I won $1,000. Every hour, every weekday. Every hour, every day. Super easy. So easy. Easy. Yes. yes. Money. I just won $1,000. I just won $1,000. I won $1,000. $1,000. $1,000. won $1,000. Listen. Oh, yeah. Text. Believe how easy it is to win. I put it in my phone and text 200, 200 in their cards and saying I won $1,000. Easy money. Your chance to win. Brought to you by... Did you know Moe's caters everything? Seriously. From baby showers to meteor showers, first birthday parties to retirement parties, and graduations to reunions. So order today at moes.com slash catering for your next office lunch or get-together. Tuesday, Blake Snell took the mound, and results-wise, he had his best start of the season. And here he comes on 2-2. Got him swinging. He ends his day with a swinging strikeout of Nicky Delmonico, a 93-mile-an-hour fastball on pitch number 114. Finishes his day on a plus note. That was his 10th strikeout. He allowed just one run on one hit over six. Did throw 114 pitches. The Rays built him his 6-1 lead. It got a little hairy, though, in the ninth. Colomay throws. Line drive to right. Here comes Malix reaching forward. He makes the catch. And the ball game is over. And the Rays have defeated the White Sox. And they win a series for the first time, holding on by their fingernails. Alex Colomay getting the final out after giving up a big home run to Jose Abreu. Now the Rays seek the sweep today. Airtime on the Rays Baseball Network at 1.30. With the Rays Report, I'm Neil Solons. Catch the Rays all season on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, visit RaysBaseball.com. Break out the brooms. The Rays are going for a sweep. Three wins in a row. I can't believe it, but it is the Chicago White Sox, so I I, I guess I could believe it a little bit. <laughs> they kind of break off the yeah from the Yankees and the Red Sox. They get to play the White Sox. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, of course, uh, we got the Rays game uh, pregame at 1.30, first pitch at 2.10, and then tomorrow is the first round of the playoff hockey in the NHL as the Tampa Bay Lightning take on the New Jersey Devils. Pregame at 6.30, puck drops at 7 o'clock. Talking NFL draft, and you know, NFL executives, they're not stupid. They understand football. Unless your name is Matt Millen, you know what you're doing. 
<laughs> right? But let's go back. Maybe. I want to go back to 2000. Ravens general manager Ozzie Newsom trades up to grab Kyle Bowler. Bill Belichick was on the other end of that trade, and he went back and forth. He couldn't tell if he wanted Tom Brady or Tim Rattay. <laughs> he ended up taking Tom Brady. <laughs> so he made the right choice there? He did. The Eagles, Howie Roseman, trades up and grabs Carson Wentz. But don't forget, they also handed $12 million in guarantees to Chase Daniel, who only threw one pass in an Eagles uniform before being replaced by Nick Foles. All right? Yeah. Think about Jared Goff, who looked entirely lost during his rookie season under Jeff Fisher and offensive coordinator Rob Boris. What if the Rams had passed up the opportunity to hire Sean McVay and held on to Fisher for another season? Would Goff have improved, or would we have dismissed him as a bust? You know? That's what I'm saying. Let's understand. Picking quarterbacks. First of all, most of these guys who draft quarterbacks don't get to see the fruition, the, the, the fruits of their labor. You know what I mean? They're usually fired by the time these quarterbacks usually progress. Am That's I right true. about that? I, mean, I think with most cases, yes. Let's, I mean, Matt Leinhardt's career went south <laughs> after Denny Green was replaced by Ken Weisenhunt. You know, they ended up going with... Uh, uh, the Hall of Famer there, Kurt Warner. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, thirteen quarterbacks have been drafted since the league went to this new rookie scale in 2011, and of those thirteen, just four have had the same head coach for their first four years of their career. Can you believe that? Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, and Patrick Mahomes. If you want to consider Andy Reid, but Patrick Mahomes only been there for two years, right. but but still, I'm going to count him. He's <laughs> because he's only had one head coach. Oh yeah, out of all them quarterbacks, only four has had the same head coach. You know, Mitchell Trubisky's already on his second coach. He, <laughs> you know, same true for Jared Goff. Jameis Winston's on his second coach. Marcus Mariota is about to start his fourth season with his third head coach. So you got to have some kind of continuity there if you're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. So I'm just, I, and then I'm looking at these draft boards. Nobody knows who's picking anything. And you know what? It would not surprise me one bit at number seven if Bradley Chubb or Saquon Barkley was there for t- for the taking for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It wouldn't shock me one <laughs> bit at this point. I think I think teams are going to reach. And I really think Lamar Jackson is creeping his way into the first round. Yeah, I mean, I said that. We said we both said that yesterday. We both think Jackson's the best quarterback in this mm-hmm. draft, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't... I, I don't know. I, I don't like. I said yesterday. I I can't see after re, after reevaluating everything. I can't see ever all these teams drafting a quarterback that they're saying that are going to draft a quarterback yeah. in the top ten. I just don't see it happening. I see a lot of these quarterbacks falling after the top ten. Yeah. So I mean, it's. Just, I don't know. I think teams are. I think teams are getting desperate and they're like pushing the, the panic. The button. Giants are not going to draft a quarterback. I really truly believe they're trying to smokescreen everybody they can to try and trade it, trade that pick down a couple spots to get. I think they're really trying. To get the teams that are a couple couple spots below them that really want this quarterback, uh-huh. I think they're just trying to get them to bite. I really do. I really, really do. Because, like I said, I can't see the Giants drafting a quarterback. Oh, that's funny. The Denver you said. Broncos. That's another one. I'm sorry, but I cannot see John Elway keeps saying how he mm-hmm. he wants to draft another quarterback. I think that's a bunch of hogwash. I cannot see them drafting oh, yeah. another quarterback. Like I said, they can't draft quarterbacks. Five. They have no success drafting quarterbacks in the first round. I have, and they've just signed Case Keenum. I have, and now everybody's <laughs> telling me they're going to draft a quarterback with the fifth pick. All right, I have five draft boards up on my computer right mm-hmm. now. All right, and they're probably all different, right? With, with the Giants. All right, at number two, mm-hmm. one guy took Bradley Chubb. Yeah, I, I could, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Another guy. Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. Will Brinson with ESPN, Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I go look over here to the uh, WalterFootball.com site. At number two, the Giants take Sam Darnold. <laughs> I go over here to this side. 
They say that the Giants are either going to take Sam Darnold if he's on, if the Browns don't take him, or they're going to trade, make a trade at out of number two, according to this one that has I, trades. But I everybody can maybe has see a, them trading. But I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I see them taking a guard, or I see them trading down and taking a tackle, or yeah. taking Quentin Nelson at two, or taking Bradley Chubb at two. I just can't. I cannot see this team drafting a quarterback. I really can't. Even fans that I've talked to that I know that are Giants mm-hmm. fans, people that I know that are Giants fans, are irate mm-hmm. of them talking about drafting a quarterback because they're like, we don't need to draft a quarterback. We have a quarterback and we have a good backup. So why do we need to draft a quarterback now on somebody who we don't like, a Sam Darnold, we really don't know is going to be good You're or talking not. talking about the Giants? Talking about the Giants. Davis yeah. Webb? Yeah. I, we don't know what they got in Davis I know, Webb. I know for a fact, and I know this for a fact, that the organization— I'm talking about the general manager, the mm-hmm. owner, all the scouts, all love Davis Webb. They Weird. all think he's the future. So if you think he's the future and you're trying to tell me you're going to draft a quarterback, I'm going to call you a liar. Okay. Just straight up. Because everything I'm reading is Pat Schumer wants to develop his own quarterback. Well, if that's the case, then then mm-hmm. that's the case. But that's not yeah. what I'm hearing. Well, let's just say the Giants, okay, at number two right now. Okay, let's... Hypothetically, let's mm-hmm. say John Elway wants a quarterback mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to sit at five because he really thinks because you, you, you got to figure the Jets and Cleveland are going to take a quarterback at some point in the top Maybe. four picks. We still don't know. I, and that's the other thing with Cleveland. Everybody says Cleveland's going to take a quarterback with one mm-hmm. of these two picks. I'm not buying that either. They've got they just signed Tyrod Taylor. Why would they go out and draft another quarterback? I just they just drafted Deshaun Kaiser last year and then traded him mm. and then signed Tyrod Taylor because that so wasn't Dorsey's guy. So everybody's telling me that that now they're going to go out and draft another quarterback. I just can't see that happen. Not in the first round. I can see him like I said yesterday. I could very well see them taking Lamar Jackson in the second round in the first pick with the second round or the whatever pick they have in the second round. That's where I could see them taking a quarterback at. Mm. Or maybe trading up into the first round to take Lamar Jackson. I cannot see them taking one of these guys in the first in the top five picks that they've had no success with doing over the last 12 years, 15 years, that Cleveland's been looking for a quarterback, and they've drafted a guy in the top five picks. He's never worked out. Right. But I just think that they're going to go another route, and I think Dorsey's going to go. I think Dorsey's going to see that, hey, mm. you know what? There's better players out there than these five quarterbacks that everybody's drooling over. Because okay. I, I honestly think those five quarterbacks, in my opinion, are like in the top. They're, they're not even in the top five right. five players in the draft, in my opinion. Oh, I agree with that, but I disagree with what you're saying, though, because I think Dorsey is going to take a quarterback. <laughs> I really do. Uh, huh? I don't know if it's going to be at one or four. That's might, the thing. I'm just saying he might. We don't hmm. know. That's what I'm saying. Is I, I just I honestly, in my opinion, if I was him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would take the two best players that are going to help me win football games. Because I've got a that are going to help you win football games this year. They're going to help me win football games this year. Isn't that what a draft is about? About helping your team win football games this season, not just in the future. Yeah, I can at, see at every position somebody, but quarterback. I can see <laughs> drafting maybe one guy in the draft towards the future. Yeah. But you're really trying to build your team. When the all right, perfect example when the Bucks drafted Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks mm-hmm. and John Lynch and Rondé Barber in those two years. Didn't was that to not make their team better now, or to make their team better five years from now? Just saying, if we were back in the draft then. It was to make our team better now. Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks were instantly made the Bucks better. Instantly. And that's what I'm talking about, about a Bradley Chubb, a Quentin Nelson, a Mike McGlinchey. These kids are going to make their, their, their clubs they go to good instantly. 
here's another thing. A quarterback like Sam Darnold sitting on the bench for two years is not going to make his team good this year. Let me, let's bring up this point, too. Other than Aaron Rodgers, what quarterback has sat and learned the system for a couple years and had success? Nobody. Nobody. They Nobody. all come in and started basically right away or week two, week three. What uh, Eli Manning came in and started right away, right? Same did with Philip Rivers. Same, same with, thing with Philip Rivers. Same with yep. Peyton Manning. Same with, same with Jameis Winston. Uh, same, same with Marcus Mariota. Same with David Carr. I or agree Derek, with you. you know, I agree Carr. with you. That's why I think it's a waste of time mm-hmm. to draft a, and you just said it. You just basically said my point for me. It's basically to me, it's a waste of time to draft a guy if you're not going to play a quarterback I'm talking about, especially a quarterback, if you're not going to play him in his mm-hmm. first year, first two years of playing. But being as a Tampa Bay Bucks fan that you are, mm-hmm. you want to see these quarterbacks come off the board early because you're going to oh, see these elite players fall to you at seven. Oh, God, I do. <laughs> because like I said, then that gives the Bucks basically like yeah. a top two pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And, and and of course I want to see that, but do I believe it? No, I, yeah. I don't believe it until I actually see it in front of me. I I will not believe that five quarterbacks will go in the top five pick or in the top six, six well, picks. Well, what I'm hearing right now is Baker, I pray that happens. What oh I, my God! What, what I'm, what I'm hearing and what I'm reading is Baker Mayfield is lighting it up on the interviews and he, he's making general managers fall in love with him. Oh, there you go. Then what I'm hearing is I they love. And I think the Jets will will draft right. a quarterback. That's one team right. I think will draft a quarterback. I really do. I'm starting to believe they're going to draft. Oh, they're one definitely more and more. drafting a, a quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind about that. What I'm hearing about Josh Allen is they love his raw talent. If there's mm-hmm. any quarterback that needs to sit and learn for a year or two, it would be a Josh Allen. They're saying Sam Darnold is the most polished, and he's the one that's ready to come in and start right away. Josh Rosen is a close second to Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. That's why I've got Cleveland going, Sam Dar- or Sam Darnold taking Cleveland with the first pick. But if Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sam Darnold does not go to Cleveland with that first pick. I see the Giants taking him. Now, if Cleveland does take Sam Darnold, I see the Giants slipping out of number two and trying to trade down. And what I'm thinking is, is I think... Honestly, I think John Elway's got the cojones to make the leap from five to two. I don't know if he's got the capital to do it, but if you look at what the Eagles did last what, year with the Browns, they don't, I don't think the Denver Broncos got to give up as much okay, capital. Well, there's two things on that, though. One, why? what does Denver have to gain by go, trading up to two? They don't. I, I, they're not sold on Case Keenum. They sent him to a two-year weak-ass deal. <laughs> right? He's, but he's making the, backup money. <laughs> so who are they? So who are they so sold on that they want at number two? Well, that's the question. If, if it, is it going to be? Is it a Josh Rosen? Is it a Josh Allen? Is it a Baker I, Mayfield? See, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the complete the opposite way on Denver. I honestly don't think Denver can draft a quarterback in the first round. I just don't think. Not with that pick. Not with the fifth pick, and especially not if they trade up to two. I honestly think that Quentin Nelson is the guy on their board, and. If he's not on their board, they will trade that pick out. I'm just saying. I think there's a few, quite a few teams that really should have that mentality, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't. I want to agree with you, but I can't because I've seen what Denver has done in the past with drafting quarterbacks with Paxton under John Elway, Paxton Lynch, garbage, garbage. I can't pin Tim Tebow on him because that was a Josh McDaniels move. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it is part of the history and the yeah, legacy and of the Denver garbage. Broncos. How about these guys they just signed? I mean, I'm not talking about Case Keenum. I'm talking about the guys before that. Uh, uh, Who they acquired? Trevor Simeon was a seventh Brock round pick. Osweiler. Brock Osweiler was garbage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they, they brought, brought him back. All these quarterbacks that are garbage. So, so yeah. to me, 
If I'm if I'm the gen- if, if I'm the owner of the of the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. I'm telling John, wait, you do not draft a if you draft a quarterback with that pick, you're fired. You're fired. They'll never you're fire fired. John Elway. They'll well, never fire John Elway. You know Elway. what? I would tell him that. Bowling I would tell loves him, that. him I would still tell him that. Because, yeah. dude, you're not drafting a quarterback with that pick. We need – I, I, I'm sorry, but Denver needs offensive line more than anybody in the league. So for, for somebody to tell me that they're not going to draft the best offensive lineman that we've seen in 15 years come out of the draft and that they're going to pass on him for a quarterback that might or might not be good, I don't believe that. I don't believe that with the Giants and Bradley Chubb either. If you're telling me they're going to pass on Michael Strahan in a second to take a quarterback that's not even going to play mm-hmm. for two years, I think you're crazy. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's just my outlook on this. I'm not saying you, no. but I'm saying these guys that are telling us this, I think they're nuts. Anybody that thinks that the Giants are going to draft a quarterback, you really need to look at, at their team. That's all you have to do is look at their roster. And that, that tells me that they are not going to draft a quarterback. Now, am I, am I spitballing this pretty much? Yeah. Mm. But, I, but I'm doing it by knowledge of me looking at their roster. Right. And mean, by me well, looking okay. at their roster, if you're, if, I cannot see them drafting a quarterback over all these other positions okay. that well, they do need if, help if, at. If you do that route, then I don't see them taking Saquon Barkley at number two either. No, I don't see them taking them either. I, I told you who they're going to yeah. take. I think they're going to take Bradley Chubb or Quentin Nelson. I really do. I really, really do. Or they're going to trade down and take McGlinchey. I think you're going. To, I think they're going to trade down. I think. Honestly, I think you're right. I think the I way think this is. Right. Start, I think the way this is starting to play out. I really think Chubb or Barkley will be available at number seven. I think you're right. And if too. you're light, Jason Light, you're in a conundrum. I mean, who do you take at that point? Well, what if Quentin Nelson is out there too? Just say okay. Let's, let's, say, let's, let's just throw, say let's hypothetically throw it out there. five quarterbacks okay. go in the top six picks. Okay, who does Indianapolis? Hypothetically, who does Indianapolis take? Hypothetically, let's say Quentin Nelson. Uh, Barkley and Chubb are there available at seven. Okay. Who do you take? Quentin Nelson, without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's the sure thing. Without a doubt. He's he, the only me, one in the draft that the scouts are saying this guy's got a me, long 10-year career as long to, as he stays healthy. I don't think he's the only one. I think Bradley Chubb will have a good career as well. I just think Quentin Nelson's the best player in this draft. I honestly do. It's my honest opinion. You ask me for my opinion on who I think the best player in this draft yeah. is, I'm going to tell you, I think it's Quentin Nelson. You want to know who my second best player is? And it's not by far. He's not, he's, not, he's not behind him by far, but that's Bradley Chubb. I honestly think Bradley Chubb is a game changer. I think he's a guy that's going to come in and change a defense instantly, just like that. And, and if you look at like what Lauren Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks did, I think he will have that kind of impact on a defense, especially if he goes to a team like the Giants, who do not have a bad defense in place. Just saying. No, Their defense isn't horrible. I'm drooling at the prospect of Bradley Chubb teaming up with Miles Garrett in Cleveland. Oh, I, I think it's a great move, but will Cleveland go that route? Or will they draft a quarterback like everybody keeps saying they're going to draft, which I can't see them we'll doing. We'll discuss that in some possible trade scenarios coming up next. Let's take a break. On 1070 NBC Sports, it's Bill Siebert. It's Mock Draft 10.0 yeah, right. <laughs> on 1070 NBC Sports. Larry Tipko Show brought to you by Mary Brown's Diner. Hey, it's Dan Schwartzman. You're tuned into Charlotte County's home for all things sports. The all-new WKII 1070 NBC Sports. Hey, are you craving fresh, plump, juicy chicken? Good news. Mary Brown's Diner in Inglewood is under new ownership and better than ever. Come try the mouth-watering, made-fresh-from-scratch chicken, the handcrafted taters, the scrumptious breakfasts, and much more. Welcome back to great prices, delicious food, and service with a smile. Mary Brown's Diner, serving Southern chicken since 1969. Mary Brown's Diner, 2110 Placida Road, Inglewood. As a marketer, you want to reach everyone, adults, teens, millennials. 
But it's not like these groups all hang out in the same place, right? Actually, wrong. They're all right here, listening to radio commercials just like this one. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? You want to get to iHeartMedia.com and get AMFM working for you. Welcome to Zippole USA, where we tell you what Americans are really thinking. Brought to you by iPlay.com. Here's the host of Zippole USA, Christina Staffo. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Let's talk about this cool thing. Ancient dinosaur tracks have been found in Scotland that are 170 million years old. Now, we want to know when we ask Zippolers, would you want to see these for yourself in person? I'll be back with the poll results. Christina's questions and poll results are created using the Zip app. The Zip app allows our listeners to cast their votes and their opinions. Download the Zip app in your favorite app store by searching Zippole USA or go to ZippoleUSA.com and download it for free. It's 100% anonymous and fun to vote, ask questions, and listen to the results on air or get daily updates at ZippoleUSA.com or on our social media. Our listeners are what make Zippole USA great, so remember to download the Zip app and vote today. Now, back to Christina. I don't know about you, but I'd love to go to Scotland on an adventure to see real dinosaur tracks from 170 million years ago. You know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience and a cool story to tell after the fact. 60% of people polled about this agree, and they say they love Jurassic Park, so count them in. The other 40%, they just don't care. Zip Poll USA is brought to you today by iPlay.com. When I need a break from the general stress of work and life, I play my favorite games on iPlay.com. They've got thousands of games with best-selling titles and no sneaky costs. Go to iPlay.com on your PC, download the app, and start playing for free like me. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-500-8121. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-500-8121. That's 1-800-500-8121. 1-800-500-8121. Oh, my God. Easy money. Win one thousand dollars. I won a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Really? I won a thousand dollars. I did. I won a thousand dollars. Every hour, every weekday. Every hour, every day. Super easy. So easy. Easy. Yes. Money. I just won a thousand dollars. I just won a thousand dollars. I won a thousand dollars. I won a thousand dollars. I won one thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. I just won one thousand dollars. Text. You 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 won one thousand dollars. Did you know Moe's caters everything? Seriously. From baby showers to meteor showers, first birthday parties to retirement parties, and graduations to reunions. So order today at moes.com slash catering for your next office lunch or get-together. As the Tampa Bay Lightning continue to prepare for Game 1 of their playoff series against the New Jersey Devils Thursday night at Emily Arena, 
The play of Tampa Bay's third line could go a long way in determining who wins this series. Alex Kalorn, Anthony Sorelli, and Yanni Gord have been terrific in the short time they've played together. Brian Eggblom from Sun Sports told me on Lightning Power Play Live last night, Sorelli really can be a difference maker. At every level he's been at, he's proven that he's a big moment player. He won the Memorial Cup, and then he went to the Memorial Cup Finals last year, and they lost. But he scored more goals than anybody else in the Memorial Cup Tournament. He's a big moment player. John Cooper did confirm yesterday that Steven Stamkos' status hasn't changed and that he's still hopeful for Thursday's game. Adam Ernie is still out indefinitely. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Lanelli. Be the Thunder! Tampa Bay Lightning playoffs kick off tomorrow at Amelie Arena against the New Jersey Devils. Game one can be heard right here on 1070 NBC Sports. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show with my co-host Bill Siebert, brought to you by Mary Brown's Diner on Placido Road in Englewood, across from Lemon Bay High School. Don't forget to join me next Tuesday morning from 8 to 10 for a big merry breakfast. Two eggs any way you want it. Eggs, bacon, oh yeah. And plus I'll have tickets to give away to see our Tampa Bay Rays take on the Minnesota Twins at the Trop on Sunday, April 22nd. It's a family four-pack of tickets, lower-level box seats, really good seats too. So definitely come out. And I'm sure I'll have some autograph memorabilia from our playoff-bound Tampa Bay Lightning as well. We are talking NFL. Yeah, that's right. We're talking a little NFL football. And, yep, Bill, to be honest with you, not, it's not just quarterbacks, but mm-hmm. drafting in general, teams are just not really very good at it. And I've got some examples here, a uh, little documentation here. The best teams in the league have succeeded by amassing extra picks via the compensatory selections and by trading down, which has worked very well for the Patriots under Bill Belichick. Using that model, you would assume that the Cleveland Browns are going to be contending for a Super Bowl here in a year or two, right? <laughs> going by that logic. Uh, the Steelers famously had what was widely regarded as the best draft in league history in 1974, year I was born, when they drafted four future Hall of Famers. But their drafts in 1973 and 1975 saw them take 41 players who combined to make just two trips to the Pro Bowl. Their next Hall of Fame player that Pittsburgh drafted didn't come until 1987 when they took Rod Woodson 13 years later. Also, teams get very impatient. Uh, Jaguars wanted to give Blake Bortles a redshirt year in 2014 to help rebuild his mechanics. But he had a solid preseason, and Chad Henney went 0-3. So they bench him and named Bortles their starter. Same thing happened with Carson Wentz. They wanted him to sit behind Sam Bradford. But when Philadelphia got that trade offer from the Vikings, how could you pass that up? So they trade Bradford and put Wentz into the lineup a year earlier than expected. I mean, yes, things went fine for the second overall pick one year later, but teams generally push their new quarterbacks into the lineups earlier than they suggest in April. Usually quarterbacks don't sit. And when I look at that, when, like, when we talk about this... You look at the – it's a crapshoot, man. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys – first, it comes to system. First of all, system is a big key. You know, if you've got a guy who's played nothing but a, in shotgun formation has never taken a snap under center, the chances of him succeeding in the NFL right off the bat are slim to none. I mean, it did kind of work for Deshaun Watson in Texas, but how many snaps did he take from under center? Yeah. Like 20% F that before he got hurt? He was in shotgun formation a majority of the time. I was going to say, you know, the other thing about Deshaun Watson, too, is is with him, I mean, he's got to be able to stay healthy. If he doesn't stay healthy, he's not going to have a good career in the NFL. Because he's reckless with his body and does not know how to slide. <laughs> that is why mm-hmm. he gets hurt. You can say that a lot about a lot of mobile quarterbacks. That's what worries me about Lamar Jackson. When I look at the draft and these quarterbacks, 
You know, yeah, you can say what you want about Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, but I like Lamar Jackson out of all these quarterbacks. He's got a very strong arm, okay? He's very mobile, which I love in quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The They say the only, the only knock against him is his completion percentage. He's inconsistent with his passes, which is something you can learn with mechanics. That he can also... He can learn how to sit in a pocket. You know, it's not, you know, the problem with him is the system he came from in Louisville was a, it was a one read system. If the guy's not open, you run with the football. Yeah. In the NFL, he's going to have to go through those progressions. You can learn that. It, that's not a hard, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not a hard thing to learn, but if you're an NFL quarterback making millions of dollars and your whole career spent in training camp and working with coaches, that is something you'll be able to develop and learn from. That's why yeah. I think Lamar Jackson would be a steal in the draft. And it really worries me that if he is still sitting there at 31 or 23, wherever the Patriots are. the Patri- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys might snag him up. Maybe. I mean, you never know on that. I still think Buffalo's got the the better chance of grabbing him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still think Lamar Jackson's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. I do too. I'm, I'm with you on that. I really am. Yeah. I, I, there's there's nobody I'm higher on at the quarterback position than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'll be honest with you on that. And that's. And it's kind of funny because, like, most of the scouts and everybody that we keep hearing are not sold on him because he won't run a 40-yard dash. Well, he's not going to run a 40-yard dash because quarterbacks don't run a 40-yard no, dash. No, he doesn't need to. And plus, we've seen yeah. what he can do in college. Yeah, we, we know, know he, he can, can scramble. Run. We, we know, know he, he can, can scramble. I haven't seen a quarterback <laughs> run like that since Michael Vick. That's what I'm saying. You know? So, yeah. Except I think Michael Vick had a better arm. More mm. more accurate anyway. I didn't think, I Vic think could so. throw a ball. Vic man. could throw the ball 100 yards. Yes, I mean, he could. pretty much. But he could he do it accurately? Vic could throw a ball 100 yards to himself. That's how fast he was. <laughs> nah, I don't, know. I don't know. He was just a freak of nature. And if I could do the draft all over again, I, I think Michael Vick is still the number one quarterback. Yeah, in that but draft. you know what, though? The one team he could never beat the Bucs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know why? You know why? I was just going to say, you know why? Because we actually had linebackers that could run faster than him. Yeah, that's going to That's say. why. Yep. When you have linebackers that can run faster than a running quarterback, your your quarterback's doomed. And and that was the case. And Derek Brooks and those guys, they were just able to just shut him down every time they played him. Yeah. And that was a fact. And if you don't believe me, go back and look at the tape. There's tape of him on the sidelines all frustrated and flustered because he didn't know. He literally asked his coach, what am I supposed to do out there? Mm. What am I supposed to do out there? I can't run anywhere. These guys are all over me. What am I supposed to do? Right. I heard him. I literally heard him say that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, to me, Michael Vick was, was everybody's nightmare except for the Bucks. No doubt. The Bucks beat him two times a year. How many times did we do that? Mm, Quite a bit. I have to look that up. Quite a bit. All right. I think we did it three times. Cool. All right, let's take our final break. We'll co- final break, and we'll come back and wrap things up a little fantasy baseball in the early games on 1070 NBC Sports. I'm down to be great right now. Southwest Florida's new 1070 NBC Sports Radio. The legend begins. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Attention golfers, it's back and better than ever before. The 2018 Southwest Florida Golf Card featuring the finest golf courses in Southwest Florida. Kingsway, Twin Isles, Longmarsh, Deep Creek, Kingsgate, Sunny Breeze, Cape Royal, Arcadia Municipal, and Heron's Glen. That's nine for 109. Nine rounds of golf for just $109. And that includes the cart. Log on to this station's website on Friday, April 13th at 9 a.m. The 2018 Southwest Florida Golf Golf card on sale Friday the 13th. If you own a gun for protection, you need legal defense for self-defense. U.S. Law Shield is now available in your state. If you must defend yourself, you'll never have to worry about attorney's fees. USLawShield.com coverage has no caps, no limits, no deductibles, and zero attorney's fees. Even for an appeal, the U.S. Law Shield Platinum Package is just $10.95 a month. Sign up annual and save. Go to USLawShield.com and hit the radio promo button. Get 14 months when you sign up annually. That's two months free. USLawShield.com. I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever? We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS. Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. That's 800-486-8112. The Home Depot has free carpet installation for any carpet purchase over $6.99. No hidden fees for moving furniture, ripping out old carpet. Fees others charge for their free carpet installation? We don't. For carpet installation that really is free, start with the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price, $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. License numbers including CGC 1514813 and CRC 046858. Available at homedepot.com slash license numbers. All your favorite music. All your favorite stations. All free. That's iHeartRadio. All your favorite music. This is Tyler from Theory of a Dead Man. This is Jared from 30 Seconds to Mars. This is iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio is all your favorite stations. Thousands of the best radio stations from across the country. Plus, iHeartRadio is free. Download the app today. All your favorite music. All your favorite stations. All free. iHeartRadio. Oh, my God. Easy money. Win $1,000. I won $1,000. $1,000? I won $1,000. Every hour, every weekday. Every hour, every day. Super easy. So easy. Easy. Yes. yes. Money. I just won $1,000. I just won $1,000. I just won $1,000. I won $1,000. I just won $1,000. Oh, yeah. How easy it is to win. That's what it is. My phone will text 200, 200 in their calls and saying I won $1,000. Easy money. Your chance to win. Brought to you by. Welcome to the ball. Did you?
you know Moe's caters everything? Seriously. From baby showers to meteor showers, first birthday parties to retirement parties, and graduations to reunions. So order today at Moe's.com slash catering for your next office lunch or get-together. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 NBC Sports with my co-host Bill Siebert. Brought to you by Mary Brown's Diner on Placida Road in Englewood, home of the Big Mary Chicken Sandwich. Getting ready for some baseball. Tampa Bay Rays uh, take on the Chicago White Sox looking for the sweep. That game starts at 2-10 today. Uh, oh yeah, Blake Snell pitched pretty good today. But today, I'm looking at the pitching matchups for the early games. And I kind of like pitchers that pitch in pitchers' parks. And cold weather during the day, they'll probably have the roof up closed. But still, I really like Lance McCullers Jr. against the Minnesota Twins today. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Are you talking about for uh, the day all, games? Oh, the day games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely. Well, I'll be honest with you. According to the all day long day and night, he's the number one pitcher on the board. Oh, so, is he? Yeah, he really is. As according all to day long. Well, Robbie Ray and him are the top two. And if you ask me, I think it's a pretty much a day. I think I, I in my opinion, I think he's number one today. Okay, I think he's a better play than Robbie Ray. I really do. I, Robbie Ray going against the Giants. He's going against uh, Minnesota. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, you got the site up. How do they feel about the Atlanta Braves today? Because I'm thinking about stacking um, them. Because, good okay, call. Okay, let me just tell you this. A.J. Cole is pitching for the Washington Nationals. Mm-hmm. Last time he pitched was against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, he gave up 10 runs on 10 hits, 3 walks, and he took the loss. Are the Braves <laughs> in the early one for you today? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay, so. Well, I'm thinking me, they're going to rip apart I'll A.J. Be honest Cole with again. You, I already know the number one second baseman on the board, Ozzy Albies. I've got him in my yeah, lineup. He, you need to play him. Um, let's look at first base and catcher. Yoan Montana is another one for this. Uh, Freddie Freeman's I, number one. Freeman's in my lineup. Yeah. I, I did. I did four. Yeah, I, Freeman. I got I Freeman Albies. I like Nick Markakis. Who do you have at third base? At third base, I'm actually going with Matt Duffy of the Rays. Okay, well they're against James me, Shields. They're giving me the top three. Uh, the top. The, the the. I'll tell you what. A sleeper in my opinion. Twenty seven hundred. If he plays, Kyle Seager. Yeah, I just I I just like the race chances against um, James Shields today. You know, they know the guy. He's got an ERA yeah, of five. Matt, <laughs> Matt Duffy's not even ranked, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Uh, then Matt Duffy is my sleeper today. There you go. He's your sleeper pick then. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, the the best player on the board today for the day games is Matt Carpenter. Really? Yeah. Uh, thirty one hundred against the Brewers. Thirty one hundred. Oh, hey, he just put up thirty four points. He did. He did. That's He's why going I, against Gura. I would. I don't know. I like Carpenter. That's my opinion. He's thirty four hundred. He's thirty one hundred. Are any of the Rays on the list? No, really. Because I, I like Malik Smith. I, I like Hatchaveri um, oh, today. Hold on, let me Duffy. let me look at the outfield and double check that. Malik Smith but, has been on fire the last couple of games. Yeah, he has. But how long is he going to keep it up? For? That's what I'm saying. You got to ride that streak until it ends. Uh, let's see. <laughs> ride our, the wave, baby. Another brave in Sartes on there. Mm-hmm. Um. I always like Mark And I threw in Denard Span too, because he's been hot. Yeah, there's a lot of good outfielders. Kiermeyer is actually highly ranked. I'm not no, I'm not messing with Kiermeyer. He's, he, he's not, even, know, play, he's not he, even playing. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got that bruised ankle. But yeah, um Denard Span's ranked even higher than him. Uh, yeah, I got Carlos Span. Gomez is ranked up there as well. I'm not going with Gomez after watching. I him like yesterday. I'll be honest with you, I like Enciarte over all those guys, to be honest with you. I like Enci- looking at the numbers, I like Enciarte. Mm-hmm. I like Ozuna and Fam too today. Yeah. Actually, well, the reason if I, you can squeeze I, I'm Bryce, to, if you can squeeze Bryce in, I oh, I got him. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, squeeze he's, him in. He's the he's the top guy. Yeah. Because okay. Ozuna, what about Ozuna? He's Ozuna's got some good. We're staying away from the Cardinals Brewers today. Okay, uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, uh, this is what I'm doing. I'm going with an Atlanta Braves stack so with the left with the left handed bats so against AJ Cole. You're playing Inciarte then, correct? Uh, no, I'm you going, should. I'm going with the left handed bats. You should. Real, uh, then I'd have to take another Braves player out. Mm, who's your other Brave? 
Uh, right now, I've got Freeman, Albies, Marcakis. Oh, no, I can squeeze him in. All right, so Albies. How much is he? You're going to take Albies out? No, I'm going to put him in, but how oh, much yeah. is he? Albies? Uh, let me look at that real quick. Uh, 3600 Yeah, I can't afford him. Yeah, he's good. Oh, no, I got Albies. I mean, I, uh, the Insarte. Oh, Insarte is 31 uh, Oh, I can squeeze it. Oh, no, I can't. I got to take Marcakis out. Nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, leave Marquez in. Yeah. He's always good. I think Enciarte is better yeah. today, though. The only he's way got I, better rankings. The only way I can squeeze him in is if I take Harper out. If it means anything, Enciarte's got way higher rankings than Marquez does today. Does Just it? saying. At 3,100? Mm, but they like Bryce Harper, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got to stick Bryce Harper. Harper's number one. Yeah, Harper you, or Freeman's got to come out if I'm going to put Enciarte in. No, leave him in. Though. Yeah, I can't do it. I, yeah, because I got Matt Duffy at 20. I only got 100 remaining, and I got Duffy at 2,800. Denard Span twenty seven hundred. Well, let me see. You you said you said Seager was the play. He's at. I'm not saying he's the play. I don't know. I'm not saying he's the play. Yeah. I'm just saying he's a sleeper. But you've got your own sleeper there. Yeah, I'm sticking with Duffy. Stick with Duffy. Duffy's been hot. He's hitting up the middle. He's got. He's showing some pop. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Duffy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really, against James like Shields, I said, man. To me, to me, the guy is Matt Carpenter. Yeah, that, that's the guy to me. If I was playing, yeah. I'm not doing a day one today. But if I was, I Matt am. Carpenter would be my third baseman. And he's thirty one hundred. He's thirty one hundred. Yeah, I can't. he's got a plus thirty four. Yeah, yeah I'm just, a couple hundred short. Can't do it. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. God, the numbers are great for him right now. I mean, he's he's just he looks like he's gonna have a big day today against the Brewers. Yes, yes, and a day game. Yes, Ooh, I don't yes. know against Guerra. Yes, okay. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. That's my pick right there. That's the guy who I think goes All right today. I'm sticking with the. I'm gonna go with the. Hey, Ra- stick with your team. Man. I am. I'm gonna stick with the Rays stack against James Shields because it's not the James Shields from seven years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a guy whose ERA hovers around five, and the Rays look like they're hitting pretty well against Chicago. They're yeah. enjoying the cold weather up there. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with that. And like I said, with AJ Cole pitching for Washington, he got destroyed by the Braves. Ten mm-hmm. runs given up. And, you know, he's making his second start. And if he doesn't be effective here, they're going to demote him to AAA. And I think the Braves just have his number. They know how to hit him. So mm-hmm. I, you, I think i got to go with the history here and go with the Rays. Or uh, the Braves and Rays. Wow. It's like I'm looking at the t- matchups for tonight, too. And the and to me, two of the top pitchers are going head-to-head. Who's that? Tanaka and Price. Oh, wow. So yeah. I, I think I'm going to go down and start Nick Pavetta. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I kind of like the Yankees tonight after what happened last night. The I do too. I got, actually, I got them. Tanaka. I already got Tanaka in my lock yeah. in my lineup. To be honest, with the you. Yankees were Tanaka's the number one guy today. The Yankees were embarrassed last night. Uh, yeah. Gave up what 14 runs. And if you look at what Tanaka's done, Tanaka and his first what two or three starts. How many starts did he had? Three. Oh uh, yeah, this will be his fourth start. Yeah. So yeah. he's 55, 49, 35 in his three starts. Yeah. Woo. I mean, granted, he is going up a very hot Red Sox lineup. But hey, he's averaging he's averaging like seven innings right yeah. now. I mean, literally, he's going out there and but giving the Red the Yankees Sox are what six, nine and one. The Red Sox are game. nine and one. How long are they going to stay hot? For? Yeah, they're not gonna. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, I guarantee you the bottom will fall out of that. But I think the Yankees were so embarrassed yesterday that they'll come back and win tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a hey, blowout. Real though. quick, a lot of people are telling me they don't think Aaron Boone makes it to the All Star break. What do you think? Oh yeah, he will. That's what I said. I don't too. think I don't think Gabe Kapler said, makes said, it to the All Star break. Said, I said my exact quote is: "There's no way Cashman fires him until after the season." <laughs> yeah, they don't. That's if they, they waited till yeah. till after the season to fire Girardi. They're not yeah. going to fire him. Now, if his name was Billy Martin, I'd have a different team. I was going to say, yeah. And, and you know what? George Steinbrenner's not owning the team anymore. I mean, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think if any manager gets fired first, it's going to be Kapler. In Philadelphia, yeah. he's just, I agree with you. He's, he's been horrible. Horrible. That, making really bad decisions. So the only far. reason they won last night. Did they even win last night? Yeah, they won last yeah. night. The only reason they won last night is because Aaron Nola was pitching. Right. He didn't have to worry about taking them out and changing, uh, go out and messing up the bullpen. All right. Tampa ba- bringing in a guy who Tampa hasn't Bay even Rays are coming up here in about an hour. For Bill Siebert, I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see you in the future, we'll see you in the past year. Go Rays! See ya! 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.